and welcome to the J Train Podcast. J Train, Jared Free, coming to you live from the Southern Quarantine Cabin in Boca. We're here every Monday and Thursday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. Let me say it again. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That's how it all works. This is a user-generated show. You send the emails. I answer them with my great guests. And then we, and then you tell a friend and you say, hey, you got to check out this great podcast. Make it your Instagram story. That is a great non-confrontational way to tell people. And I, I get it. You say, hey, you got to check out this podcast. I'm not a podcast person. Get the fuck away from me. I get it. I've been there. Make it your Instagram story. Tag me. Tag the friend that you know should be taking this advice perspective, having a laugh. And listen, I'm doing stuff on Patreon, patreon.com slash Jared Freed. Three extra podcasts a week, $5 a month. That's what we call a deal here in Boca. And then also I'm doing touring, touring, touring. Atlanta, Albany. Albany, New York. Someone, someone wrote to me. They're like, oh, when I heard Albany, I thought you meant Albany, Georgia. No, no, no. no. I don't even know the, if there is an Albany, Georgia. I don't know what you're talking about. Atlanta, Georgia. Albany, New York. The J train's coming to your town. Bring in the funnies. I bring in a big bag with all my props. So listen, jaredfree.com, jaredfree.com for tickets. Go, go, go. Bring the group chat, the, the, the Quarren squad, whoever you want to come with, because I got a whole new... Uh, set of material because listen and if you're not sure if you have a friend like what's he like there's a special and it's all 2020 jokes socially distanced of course that's the special it is on youtube right now i want you to use i they're out there it's free it's i I, why am i begging you okay youtube.com slash jared freed youtube.com slash jared freed socially distanced of course uh the feedback has been amazing the it's it's too much it's too much but I'll take some more. So watch that. Patreon, live dates. It's all happening. The world's coming back. It's the era of positivity, the sexy summer that we all wanted. Very excited about today's guest, an OKP. And sometimes I call someone an OKP, original key player, and like they've been on once. But like I would say this guest is is one of the OOKPs, original, original key players. Hilarious comic. Uh, a writer for Ted Lasso, everyone's favorite show. Also, the host of the new Netflix series, The Wedding Coach, Jamie Lee. Thank you for coming on, Jamie. Oh, my good God. It's great to be back. Love it. it it's a pleasure to have you. I mean, for anyone out there, you're going to love Jamie Lee if you don't already. At really Jamie Lee on Instagram. The Wedding Coach, it's out right now on on Netflix. This is amazing. Thank you. Yeah, it's uh, it's really exciting, and everyone should watch it. <laughs> it's so everyone... weird promoting yourself. <laughs> everyone, watch me. <laughs> it's like it so is psychotic. weird, but but I think like it, in these, I listen. Some people call me the Prince of Promos, and let mm. me give every let me. I'll promote you. You don't have to do yourself. Okay. Because okay. Okay. I, I, I want to discuss with you the show. It's called The Wedding Coach. Um, I know the audience of this show of this podcast. Everyone listening is going to love this. You're going to binge the whole thing. You're going to, it is a perfect put your brain on the shelf show. It's a perfect show to watch with a significant other because you can kind of see their vibe on wedding planning, right? Like you can see how they interact with a wedding. And, and I, I would say the show is very relatable. I would say the word is relatable because it, you're walking in going, 
I'm not here to judge, but I'm here to judge. Like, you, you, yeah, you're, yeah. You're, you're, you're real talking these people about their wedding, right? Yeah, definitely real talking and like just trying to help them feel less alone. Cause I think that a lot of people, even though during wedding planning, you're like, you have people around you kind of constantly, it could still be a really lonely experience. So, yeah, I think I'm there to like just like be a friend and help in any way I can. Well, the first episode is the perfect example. Like, here was my takeaway. The first episode. Oh, yeah. Tell you, me. Tell me. You meet with this couple that lives in L.A., but the family's all East Coast. Right. Right. Rochester. Yeah. Rochester, New York, which I've been yes. to. Nice town. Yeah, fun it is nice. town. Like, they love eating garbage plates, but that's actually delicious. So, yeah. they, so <laughs> I, my feeling was this couple was kind of obsessed with letting their East Coast friends know they're doing well. Mm, that's an interesting I like that I hadn't thought about that sure. because she had she had a fortune teller they're playing yeah. cam jam yeah. they gotta have and, yeah, and, and I was like I was like this is so much fun in games I was like what is this the Dave and Busters they're creating I know I know I know I yes agreed I that was one of the main pieces of advice I tried to give them is I think that like a lot of weddings now like I understand the impulse of being like we have to give guests a lot to do because actually I think it, it comes from a place of like a little bit of like insecurity, like uh, of being in the limelight because you're basically mm. with all of those activities saying like, ah, don't look at us. Like go over there, go play a game, sure. go do anything else. Like, I don't want to like have a bunch of people staring at me all night. Um, <laughs> and yeah, you want to like, uh, so I wanna... do understand. Oh, sorry. Yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. I don't. I don't no, mean no, to interrupt. No, 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 no. Go, go, go. No, but go, I, go. I also I want to let people like I. I also want people to like list off the things that I like. I can't make sure everyone dances, but I can make sure they go home and go. They had a fortune teller. They had mm. a, a, a drink bar. They sure. had you know like they. It, I know it's almost built-in brags. It is a built-in brag. That is such a good perspective. It is a built-in brag. You're right. And then and they, it's not necessary because no one really is evaluating your wedding on whether or not you had a fortune teller. I actually went no. to a birthday party, um, a friend's 40th birthday, and it was like they rented out this really cool venue and they had a fortune teller. And I was like ready to go after like half an hour. I was like, I don't yeah. give a shit who you have here, what kind of cool food you have. Like the vibe is not good. And like, honestly, vibe with weddings usually is just set by the couple being into each other. So if you guys like each other... Like people are probably going to like your wedding. I totally agree. As much as and and as happy as everyone else is for the couple, like you go to those weddings where you're like, where everyone's like, kind of like, is are they going to make it? The wedding's not yeah. going to be great. No, no matter what kind of attention to detail you paid or yeah, how nice your centerpieces are, like none of that will change the fact that like you look at the couple and you're like, oh, they don't fuck. <laughs> yeah well no <laughs> yeah if they don't fuck we all don't want to dry hump on the dance floor no. nobody nobody no, wants no, to no, dance at, nobody wants to dance at a wedding that they might have to go to again <laughs> like, totally like, that is such a yes a hundred percent that is right yeah so i would say also from the first episode what was interesting and actually like it's like i was wondering what's it like because you the first episode this this woman who's getting married it seemed like she just had not a lot of connection to her friends she wasn't having a bachelorette yes. party right, and right. you guys flew in her sisters and yeah. you kind of had this bachelorette party for her and i was That's like right. really like 
I was like, wow, Jamie's the perfect host for this show because <laughs> it does feel like you could waltz in and be someone's friend. Like, I, I it didn't Aww. feel fake to me. Like, it was really nice to see you there for this woman who, like, had kind of lost track of everything. She's too busy, like... You know, plan, you know, looking for fortune tellers to come to her Rochester wedding. Like that's true. Yeah, I actually, um, I appreciate you saying that. I do think that that's true. I think that I can make friends with most people pretty quickly. Like, I don't know. I, I, I do think that I'm able to host the show in that way. Also, I think some of that comes from like being an only child. And like when I was a kid, like I don't have a sibling to hang out with. So like, you really had to make a fucking effort if you like wanted people in your life. Like you had sure. to go up to kids and be like, do you want to play with me? Like you had to assert <laughs> yourself to make friends. And I do think that is like a lifelong skill that I've carried with me where I'm like, oh, my only childness actually paid off in this weird way. Absolutely. Because I, you know, the other show that I would compare it to, even though they're not alike, is Four Weddings. Oh, really? It, yeah, because in Four Weddings. I love it's that show. These, I love that show. Love it that is, show. It is fantastic. The fact that the weddings are competing against each other. That's oh, great. I but, mean, genius. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so genius. And so, it's, it's such hidden, trash. I'm obsessed. Oh, and, and you just can tell how much each wedding costs or they tell you the budget, which is even better. Like I, I, you know, so, but uh, the fact that they don't account for the budget, you should get more points on a, you know, whatever. But I have my right. issues with four weddings. Um, but the thing that doesn't ring is true on four weddings is like, I wouldn't want those three other women at my wedding. Like they're there judging oh, yeah. it to like, like to like, uh, you know, like to like cut it down. You're there yes. to prop it up. So what was it like being at someone's wedding who you just met? Yeah. I mean, I think that, well, we, we do spend time with the couple leading up to the wedding. Mm -hmm. So I do think that, you you do kind of like acclimate to them it doesn't feel like oh these are strangers by the time we actually went to the wedding but um you know i did feel i didn't feel like a wedding planner i definitely don't have the skills to be that person but i was sort of adjacent to a wedding planner in terms of like having a little authority mm. like people knew they could come up to me and ask me questions like i was kind of this like in between role where i was like kind of a bridesmaid kind of working the wedding like i i don't i was just kind of this like catch-all for hey if there are any issues like find old jl and you know she'll <laughs> handle it well i i definitely felt that i think everyone needs to go watch the wedding coach it's on netflix binge the whole series it's fantastic it's a perfect thing to just like because I, I love say yes to the dress i love four weddings i just love hearing the perspective of someone and you say this in the beginning like they're surrounded by liars yeah. their friends are liars their wedding planners getting paid by them yeah. you come in and you go what the fuck is a fortune teller doing i i hate to bring you bring up the fortune teller but i'm like you're like i mean they see the first thing you say with the first couple is you're like why are we playing can jam like why right. and what they had this? no reason even like no they also like she didn't even like it Remember yeah. the frisbee part? She's like, I hate frisbee. And I was like, okay, then why are you having it at your wedding? Like, you don't need to play. No one needs to be frisbeeing at your wedding. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And how, and then the other interesting part, I mean, I guess the most interesting part, the, the salacious part is you're like, you guys aren't having sex. Like, right. how do you, like, how do you talk to a couple that can't even talk to each other about that? Um, I mean, I think it's just a level of like, 
uh, brazenness on my part where I just come in and insert myself. I mean, also, it is nice that the conceit of the show is like, hey, guys, you know, like Jamie's going to come in and like, you know, she's going to like analyze what's going on and like she's going to be up in your shit. Like you understand that. Right. And they all are like, yeah, we know what we're getting into. So luckily that is set for me as a host. I don't Mm. have to go in fully blind. Like I know that they know I'm coming kind of thing. They're asking for a shakeup. Yeah, exactly. And also, you know, I think, and you probably feel this way too. I think because we're in comedy, no subject feels off limits to me in my life. Like I Mm. would talk to like someone's grandmother I'd never met about blowjobs if I had to, or like, I don't know when, what scenario (laughs) I would have to, but, um, you know, fun. Yeah, you know, if you're put into a you know, grandma, oh, gun to the head. If you have to talk to grandma about blowjobs, <laughs> but no, I, I, I do feel like all subjects are kind of equal in my mind, and so I think because I speak about sex in sort of uh, not detached, but like not, you know, the opposite of puritanical. I'm just kind of like, mm. yeah, let's put it all out there. So I think if you have someone speaking to you like that, it does put them at ease. Because I think it's if I were nervous to talk about it, then that would make them more nervous. But the fact that I was like, come on, we're all adults here. I think they were more like, oh, yeah, we are like, let's discuss this. Absolutely. And I think that's like, you know, that's the perfect segue to what we're going to do today. You know, answering these emails. You've been on the show before, you know, I always say comics, the you know, nobody comes on this show an expert. The reason that comics are so good at hearing your problems or life advice or dating problems is that in like, is that because we don't go Oh, right. So, oh, you're talking to your grandma about a blowjob. We go, okay, so we're talking about a grandma a blowjob. Blow you know, job. like we, we come at every subject the same way because truly what's to be shocked at. And we're yeah. just taking the information and it, it that's why comedians, the, the great comedians are go, what's the subject? And then they go, okay, let me figure out what my perspective is. Totally. On it. Totally. It's not about coming in going, well, who talks to a grandma about sub- such subjects? Like, <laughs> no, no, no. We we talk we we talk about everything. You know, and just and, and that's why like I always say like advice is easy to give, it's harder to take. You went through a wedding, yeah. you say it in the beginning of the show. A wedding process is a, a extremely hard thing to go through yeah. if you're in it. When you come in like, oh, Boom, boom, boom. Get rid of this. Get rid of that. Get rid of this. It's easy because we're not clouded by, you know, this, you know, this already preconceived notion of you. I also love what you said about comedians. Like, because I think uh, I got a few, not too many, but I got a few interview questions along the way promoting the show about like, why, why should a comedian go in and, and be the person helping? But I actually think comedians are so hyper in tune with each other with themselves Mm -hmm. like we are kind of in the business of knowing how we feel about things and uh i do think there's like a level of compassion there i think the way like comedians bond with each other like we're instant friends in this way like as if we went to summer camp with each other for years and years like it's kind of crazy so i actually think we are I kind of think we're the most like open and ready to take on someone else's problems in a lot oh, of ways. At, at, I, I believe that wholeheartedly. I mean, there's comedians. I see them on stage and then they come off and I've never met them. And I go, I know you like I, I know yeah. exactly where you come from. I get it. I 
and you you know you're already like this far ahead. I mean, when you come into this person's wedding and you go, "You're not having sex, okay? Let's talk about it. What's when's the yeah. last time? Who's who? You know what needs to happen? Why aren't you doing it? Why aren't you doing it? You know, like and it and again, it comes into this world that isn't the world today. The world today is black and white. Everyone wants to take a side, and I think comics go, "Hey, everything's gray." Like nothing's good, nothing's yep. bad. You know, it's just it totally. just is. So yeah, and we're also not shocked by anything. So like we're good people to bounce your issues off of because there's not going to be anything that you say to me where I'm going to be like, oh my god, like none of it. Not that I'm not empathetic or or compassionate towards it. It's just like the subject matter itself will never shock me. I it, Ab- it just won't. Unless you're like that- a fucking like incel QAnon person, like, <laughs> you know, or you're like, you know, surfing the dark web, web to get your rocks off. Uh, other than that, I'm pretty, uh, I'm pretty, I'm pretty unaffected. Well, wouldn't you have it? The first email, QAnon dark web surfer. Uh, no. I, okay. Let's do the emails. You ready? Everyone needs to go watch The Wedding Coach. Make it a part of your weekend. This is coming out on Thursday. So, and, and here's the thing. Uh, let me go into Prince of Promos mode. Because here's, Love here's, promos. here's the added bonus of searching your show on Netflix, because there's there's a couple things. We all do the thing on Netflix, search, 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 and then watch the same thing over and over again. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a horrible process. So now I am rubber stamping, giving you the permission to stop searching, put in the wedding coach, watch the whole season, have a fun time with it. Here's the other beauty of it. You have now changed your algorithm. You have taken a hard right that you never would have taken. If the wedding coach isn't on your front page, now this is taking you down a road that your algorithm has never been on. Now you're going to be on fun reality TV Netflix instead of like sad documentary Netflix, right? That's right. It's a great point. Yeah. You determine the algorithm. Don't let it, you know. It's determine creepy. You. Yeah, don't let it determine you. <laughs> That's right. So Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. This one's called uh, Small Town Romance. Jared, okay. big fan. Hopefully you can come on to, uh, come tour out in Colorado soon. I would love to go anywhere. Like, this is something comedians get all the time. Come to blank. Like, I'll sure. go anywhere. No problem. Sure. See, <laughs> it is, see you there. <laughs> it is really not in my hands. All, if you have a local comedy club, all you got to do, DM their Instagram, I want Jared Freed. And if enough people do that, then they'll do. They'll bring me out because they think they can make money off of me, and That's we right. all win. So go uh, do that. So, okay, so here's the deal. I grew up in a tight-knit ski town community oh. where all the locals know everything about everyone. Recently, I moved back and reconnected with some buddies that I've, been, that I've known for the majority of my life. One of those buddies is a family friend that I've known since I was 10 years old. We have all the same interests in mountain bike, fish, and ski together a few times a week. The problem is, I, I, before we get to the problem, this is a very relatable, like, pandemic-y, you know, Hallmark movie issue right now. A lot of people are moving home, yep. reconnecting. They're coming home for a time that's not Thanksgiving. They're staying at their parents' place. And this, this is, is also happening. the plot of this is like the plot of Just Friends, by the way, <laughs> the, <exact laughs> the Ryan Reynolds right. movie. I'm like, hold on, <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute, uh, <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> the problem is that all our friends are getting involved and always asking, so what's happening with you and mm. and so and so, or have you and so and so done anything yet? 
and so and so and you would be a great pair. He's the best guy. The whole town is hyping this man up to me. I know he's great and I love his family and being around him, but I feel like there's already all this pressure to be together. News spreads in my town like wildfire, so everyone already knows we're interested in each other, but I'm hesitant to get anything uh, serious started because I like to keep my private life private. Mm. Any thoughts? Jamie Lee, what do you think? Um, Can't you guys just hook up and not tell anyone? Like yeah, if it's all, if the fun. spreading if the spreading has already started if people are already already like hey so what's up with you two I mean that part has already begun so you, I don't think you're going to reverse that at this point mm. um, so I think you can just start you know boning on the regs and then just don't tell anybody it's happening um, also if they find out it's fine you'll be fine here's here's I I love that perspective because let's just like. It's 2021. We got through. We're, we're getting through a pandemic. Let's just start boning on the regs and start being a little bit more honest. Like, have the fun. Here's the other thing I would say to them. And this is the, I think this is the most important thing. I know everyone cares, but they don't care. You are Such fodder. a good point. No one right? really cares. You, Nobody. yes. And it feels like they care. I get it. It's all a mirage. They care because you are levity. You are entertainment to get away from their own problems, their own things. So, and in in a small town, every I know it feels like everyone lives in the ski town and we're all perfect. We all hang in our you know fucking cabins, but no, 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 no. Everyone's got problems, and you are a fun diversion because it's. Young love. It's, 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 it's in, you know, everyone likes to talk about that thing. So, but let's say you guys get together. They're going to stop asking. It becomes boring very quickly. That is true. Yeah. The flame (laughs) is going to burn out for them for sure. So it's almost like, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. ahead, Please, please, please. I was just going to say people are excited about like the ramp up to are you two going to get together? But no one really gossips like, they're together it's like (laughs) wow okay so like you know what i mean so once you solidify it it actually will like de-spice in the eyes of the people talking about you well to to add on to your point every sitcom ends when the will they won't they becomes a will they so like jim and pam get married the show ends. we don't care yeah we don't give a fuck about them anymore now we do the baby thing we're like what change the channel exactly so people are going to change the channel on you so the most important part and i think to this person is try and forget you know when people ask just be like i like him he's cool and and be whatever about it but i think you need to talk to this guy and just be like and and here's the Here's the problem that you really have that she's not even accepting. She says, I like to keep my private life private. Well, it's going to be private beyond we're we're hooking up. Yeah. Um, The problem she's not really acknowledging is you've known each other since 10 years old. So and, and the reason she's worried about the whole town, I think, is because when you know someone since 10 years old, this happens quickly. That means quick mm-hmm. together that means also there's emotional risk going on you could it could break up really quickly you could find out this isn't the one but i i i think like if you're both interested you have to acknowledge hey i like you you like me 
I want to have fun with you. We need to talk this out. You have to almost be over communicative of like, I know once we start, we might be in a relationship very quickly, but we have to start. Yeah, that's right. I think the communication is, is very helpful. Um, especially if the two of you are feeling like there's an added pressure because you grew up together. I think that makes a lot of sense. And maybe you two keep it a secret and you guys have fun with that for as long as it can be fun. Maybe that's your first month Ooh, to keep it casual. That's also like kind of hot. Like so just hot. Small town like, secrets. We can't tell anyone on the ski slopes. <laughs> like there's something, you know, there's just something kind of, yeah, sort of winter wonderland cute about keeping it on the DL. Totally. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Truff. I love using Truff and I love what they're doing because for me, I'm trying to eat a little bit healthier. And when you're eating healthier, you have a lot of the same types of meals. You have your, you know, your egg whites and you have your turkey sandwiches and you have your grilled chickens and you have vegetables. And so you're looking for something to add into them to make them a little bit better, a little bit more luxurious to enjoy it. And Truff helps me do that. I'm putting the hot sauce on eggs every morning. And now they've added to their product line. You love Truff as your go-to hot sauce provider, and now it's time to make even more room on your shelf because, drum roll please, they've finally expanded their products to include ever more truffle, flavor-packed goodness. That's a long sentence. (laughs) Truff pasta sauce. So here's the thing. I want to have a whole wheat pasta with some sauce. Now they got truff pasta sauce. Now I can have a luxurious, delicious meal. They have truff mayonnaise. I put it on my turkey sandwich, a little dab, and it takes me to a different place. Now I'm not having a boring, old, you know, healthy turkey sandwich. I'm having a truffle mayonnaise turkey sandwich that is so delicious that I enjoy every bite. And... The truff pasta sauce comes in black truffle pomodoro and spicy black truffle arrabbiata. Arrabbiata? I don't even... Listen, it's only launched a few months ago. Truff pasta sauce is already the number one bestseller on Amazon. I have had the pasta sauce, I've had the mayonnaise, and I've had the hot sauce, and it's all delicious. But more importantly, it helps me put a variation on a boring meal that is amazing, fun, and delicious. And this is like bringing that guy with the truffle shaver into your home. He's there shaving on top of everything. He lives in the jar now, and you can have that amazing taste whenever you want. And let me just say, the pasta sauce, the, the mayonnaise, oh, to, t- to dip a fry in there, ooh, the hot sauce, all of them are beautiful gift sets. I gave one of the hot sauce sets to a friend and it was like they were like I owe you. They like they couldn't stop. They were going on and on. The mayo is seriously the greatest thing you'll ever taste. It will turn a turkey wrap into a culinary experience. I'm telling you that right now. The hot sauce started it all. Truff is the first of its kind, a luxury hot sauce with an ultra unique blend of real black truffles and spice. Okay. So let's get you some free money for this beautiful gift. Or just something great for yourself that's going to improve every meal you eat. And just for my listeners, they're going to give you an even better offer. Get 15, 15, 15% off site-wide plus free shipping with promo code JTRAIN, JTRAIN, JTRAIN at truff.com. That's 15% off plus free shipping on everything. Just shop at truff.com. That's T-R-U-F-F, F as in fantastic, dot com. Use promo code JTRAIN.
The J Train Podcast is sponsored by Ritual. We deserve to know what we're putting in our bodies and why, especially when it comes to something we take every day. Ritual is a clean, vegan-friendly multivitamin with high-quality nutrients in bioavailable forms that your body can actually use. Do you really know what's in your multivitamin? Sugars, GMOs, synthetic fillers, artificial colorants, not to mention animal byproducts like sheep's wool and gelatin from hooves and hides are all ingredients you might find in a multivitamin. I love that Ritual lets you know exactly what's in it. Ritual is great. It makes taking vitamins easy, and I love it. It's made traceable. You'll always know what you're taking and where the nutrients come from thanks to Ritual's one-of-a-kind visible supply chain. Ritual makes healthy habits easy. Your multivitamins are delivered to your door every month with free shipping always. You can start, snooze, or cancel your subscription anytime. And if you don't love Ritual within your first month, they'll refund your first order. I'm telling you right now, I am a big multivitamin user. I think just the act of, you know, and pun intended, the act of, you know, going through with the ritual makes you more in sync with a healthier day. Because you're acting on it from minute one when you wake up, you take that pill and you feel good that you're doing something good for your body. Get key nutrients without the BS. Ritual is offering my listeners 10, 10, 10, 10% off during your first three months. Visit ritual.com slash JTrain to start your ritual today. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Here with Jamie Lee, The Wedding Coach. It's on Netflix right now. Now, binge it all. I need you to do that right now. Add it to the queue. Do they have a queue still? I don't even know. I don't know. They got to have something like that. Add it to your favorites. Whatever you can add it to. Just start watching it. Just Just, start watching it. Stop watching what you're watching. Who cares about the serpent? Just go to (laughs) the wedding coach. Let it run right now. Just let it run. You know, Podcast at gmail.com. Meeting a Twitter crush. Mm. Okay. Jared, been listening to this podcast for a while. I'm also a huge fan of You Up. This may come off as a weird comment, but I know it takes a lot of hard work to do well in comedy, and I really admire your dedication and work ethic. Mm-hmm. I, I appreciate that. They, it always, I don't know, as a comic, the, the work hard comic is... Oh, we yeah, always, I know what you mean. We, we always take that as like, Ugh, just say you're funny. I enjoy it. But, <laughs> but you know, who's to... <laughs> who's to Good job, buddy. Keep going. Keep hustling. It really <laughs> seems like you try really hard for the fine career that you've built. Okay. Um, over the summer, I slid into over the summer, I slid into the DMs of this guy I follow on Twitter, mm-hmm. who I think is really cute and lives in NYC. I live in DC. After a few conversations, I asked if he wanted to get coffee the next time he was in town because I knew he often stops in DC on his way to visit family. He said he would like to, but obviously due to the pandemic, neither of us have been doing much traveling. We still talk occasionally on Twitter and like reply to each other's tweets. I am going to be fully vaccinated soon, so in order to celebrate, I'm going to visit uh, my NYC friends who I have not seen in over a year. I figured as the trip comes closer, I'll reach out to him and ask if he wants to meet. I have a few questions. What should I suggest we do when I'm in NYC and how should I even phrase this question? Mm. From what I've seen on this on his Twitter, I think he is all very cute and funny, but I have no idea what the dynamic will be in person. Also, I fully acknowledge, acknowledge that nothing serious may come of this and I'm definitely okay with it just being a one-time hangout and potential hookup sort of thing. He does not drink, so I can't do the typical let's get drinks and head to your place move. I also don't even know how to express that I'd be down to hook up once we meet. I'm very friendly 
friendly and outgoing, but most people have told me I come off as aloof when it comes to sex and dating. I think I'm worried about coming off as too strong and make guys uncomfortable. With the DMs, I am the one to always initiate, but he always Mm -hmm. replies quickly and keeps the conversation going. I am unsure if that information is useful to you in any way, but I guess it doesn't hurt to share. Thank you so much if you take the time to reply. Jamie Lee, what do you think of this? Well, I actually, I, I'm going to throw it to you. I'm actually curious for the the guy perspective on this. And sure. I'm wondering how it'll inform my perspective. Because I think I'm a little on the fence about a few things. So, okay. yeah, you weigh well, in. So, I'll, I'll, I'll answer a couple of her things. Like, okay. I understand why she asked, like, the idea of making him uncomfortable. He's going to be made uncomfortable for different reasons than a woman may feel uncomfortable. I don't mean to gender this, but I, I would say this is gender specific because... You know, uh, just uh, the idea of you coming to murder him is not on his mind. And that's just the privilege of being a man is that a woman approaches you. You don't go, will she hurt me? <laughs> you know, maybe right. emotionally. But, you know, I, I, I think the one thing you're worried about, especially if he's someone you follow on Twitter. So I would say, does he have a following? He may worried about being, you know, the the things he's worried about are like, being outed or being, you know, embarrassed because he hooked up with quote unquote, maybe a fan. Like these are things that like, you know, in 2021 people kind of can look down on. Um, So I I think all those things will be on his mind more than, Hey, this cute woman wants to hook up with me. Do you know what I mean? Um, I would say otherwise um, he doesn't drink. I think getting a cup of coffee and being like, um, I think being a little bit vulnerable, and this kind of goes with the 2021, the era of being more honest, and she already is being more honest. You can tell. She's like, I'm yes. fully vaccinated. I want to get together yep. with this guy. I think that's all like positive, fun, and honest, but he doesn't know how honest you are. We do because you're at a podcast where there's no reason for you to lie. So I would say saying to him, hey, I would do this. I would make it – the way I would play it is m- – Get away from the Twitter DM world and into the phone number. Love that so, advice. Absolutely. Yeah. Take it to texts. Take it to text and, and, and make him make an effort, but also let him know that you are, after all this time, hey, um, I know this might come as a surprise, but I'm coming to New York City because I'm fully vaccinated. I've always had a little crush on you on Twitter, but I would love to get together for coffee. Uh, here's my number. Now... He knows the crush. It's in his, yeah, and it's the in numbers his, in his phone. Yep. He can do it. So what do you think of this, Jamie? Um, well, I uh, I guess the yeah, I first of all, I want to second your advice for coffee. Not that I think um you always have to have like something going on vice-wise um to like socially lubricate a situation but damn does it help so if you guys can get like fired up on some caffeine where you're like chatsville usa i mean i think definitely do that if you can't have alcohol um and if he doesn't drink coffee then uh, you know this is this situation's really stressing me out if he doesn't like coffee but anyways (laughs) i'm not gonna judge i'm not gonna judge mormon he's he's yeah i know i was like uh no um but I think I totally agree with your advice. I think that the the main thing is like you do want to see him. And I think the more direct you can be, I would hope that this that wouldn't deter someone. I think being direct is I don't think it's aggressive. I think there's a big difference between direct and aggressive. And I understand as a woman feeling like when we are 
like honestly just confident um mm. we always feel like oh i'm like being a bit much you know and it's like you're not like you're just being yeah. a normal human being so definitely put yourself out there and feel it out and if you guys have fun in person great and if not you will now know that because you did hang out with them i i totally agree and there's the direct versus aggra- aggressive thing i mean i don't believe in too anything like I, too much too right too weird too there's no such thing as two to me when she says like all you have to make sure i think it's always like the difference between direct and aggressive is honesty when like if you go i think you're really cute we always have a good time talking here i'd love to get coffee when i'm in town what about that. that is dishonest? There's nothing. Yeah, it's nothing. Not, not even dishonest. It's also not so vulnerable that you're like, I can't believe I said that. It's like you're no, just yeah. literally stating facts, which is that you guys connected over Twitter and now you have an opportunity to see each other face to face. Like all of that is just the facts. There's no spin. That's that's not editorialized at all. That's just what is happening. So if he takes that as like, whoa, 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 slow down, like that is not your guy anyway. Totally, totally agree. It's not your guy. And also what a lot of times women do is to avoid that move. They'll go. So when are you going to ask me out for drinks? And I'm like, oh, wow. I always think that's that is annoying. Yeah, <laughs> more than yeah, it is. You know what I mean? Like, totally. oh, now you're challenging my manhood because I haven't done this yet. I don't even know. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think that like, so when are you going to ask me? So it's a little like like Western saloon speak, like, Oh, when are you gonna, so when are we gonna, it's just a little like dated or something. It does. So feel I agree. Dated. The modern way is what Jared suggested, which is just like call a spade a spade, say the things and hope for the best. And, and the coffee is your chance to see if you like him. So, and then here's what you do. You're there in New York with your friends. You and your friends are going to have nighttime plans. Just because he doesn't drink doesn't mean he doesn't go out at night. You said, you know, whatever. So, hey, this was so much fun. Take my number. I'm going to be out with friends. Now there's a little bit more safety because public coffee, come Mm. meet up with me and my friends. Friends can kind of look him up and down. Again, I, I, you know, the safety thing is something before having this podcast, I don't think I would have thought of it. And I don't think a lot of guys think of it. And again, a privilege of of being a guy. But you got to be safety for yourself. You got to make sure he's not a a monster as much right. as, you know, you know what I mean? So, Wait, Jared, I have a question for you. Sure. What was your guy perspective on the fact that she initiates the DMs but then he's very responsive? Like do uh, you think that matters or I think that means guys love options. Okay. So, I think that was he's key. I I think that's why I don't think her saying I think you're cute is a bad thing because he thinks she's cute. Like, okay. the, there's no question of that if mm-hmm. he's re- responsive. Um, that's why when she the only reason I, I'm, I'm like kind of pushing this is she mentioned that he's not uh, I don't care if it's just a hookup. OK, I'll take you at your word. Maybe it becomes more. But she seems very realistic of yeah. like what this whole thing could be. To me, he's not thinking of like 10 years from now. He's thinking of like you know, hooking up at a minimum, right. at a maximum. Right. So he's thinking of like right before coming. Yeah. So, and then he'll deal with the rest later. So right, right, I, right. I, I think what he's doing is he knows she's far away. He knows he wants that 
um, option when it's convenient for him. Now it's become convenient. She's bringing the convenience to him. This is kind of the payoff to something he's kept going for a long time. Because putting the number in his phone is a way of being like, okay, how much effort are you willing to... Will you even put the effort of like meeting me out for coffee? That's the test she's giving him. Yeah. Yeah. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Jenny Kane. Jenny Kane turns your everyday moments into something special with items like their leather safari chair and alpaca basket weave throw. It's the little things that make all the difference. You've probably heard about Jenny Kane from your LA friends, and now you can get it anywhere in the world. Bring that California cool into your home. If you go surf the website of Jenny Kane, you will feel like you're in California. It just has that look. Everything on the site has that look of just comfy um, and and luxurious at the same time. And I'll tell you right now, I have the candles. The candles smell unbelievable. They're a great addition to my apartment. And they bring me to a different place when I light them. Their signature pieces range from candles to slippers. They have everything you need for your home, at-home retreat. It does feel retreaty. That Everything has that look of your staying at a beautiful hotel and that's kind of what we want for our homes we want our homes to feel like we're on vacation all the time california california inspired scents coveted by all that are hand poured in los angeles from shirling to suede jenny kane slippers are the ultimate indoor indulgence made with exceptional quality integrity and timeless design in mind these are the pieces you'll love coming home to grounded in natural textures and inviting neutrals jenny kane creates california inspired classics for any room or mood it's also a great place for gifts. It's a little different. It's very cool. It's beautiful. Everything on the site just looks like something in a home that I would think is an upscale home. And it's a great place to find a gift. Find your forever pieces at JennyKane.com and get 15, 15, 15% off your first order when you use code JTRAIN, JTRAIN, JTRAIN at checkout. That's J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com, JennyKane.com, promo code JTRAIN. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Features. You got to keep yourself in top form. And that starts with the basics. If your feet feel good, your body's going to feel good. We always want to put our best foot forward, but sometimes we forget to take care of our feet. To perform at your best, you need to feel your best from head to toe. Their socks have a custom-like fit that conforms to the unique shape of your foot. They've designed socks with different kinds of support, like their plantar fasciitis relief socks, specially crafted with targeted compression and extra support to relieve heel and arch pain. I love these socks. I've requested more that's how much i love them i've I, I you know they send me a bunch and then i wear them and now they've become my go-to socks and here's the thing right now in your drawer in your sock drawer you have a pair of socks you're dealing with not that you love not that you like you're dealing with them they come up on laundry days it's time to throw those away and replace them with features make your worst socks your best socks right now and improve your life. Features plantar fasciitis relief socks are specially designed to ease the heel and arch pain from plantar fasciitis. Three zones of targeted compression to lift, stretch, and stabilize the plantar fascia, plantar fascia and support your Achilles tendon. High density cushioning for added comfort without additional bulkiness. And they designed the perfect toe so there's no irritating seam that rubs against your toes. Targeted compression where your feet need it most for better comfort and support plus prevention of bone. 
bunching, slipping, or sliding down into your shoe. The anatomical design conforms to the left and right shape of the foot, creating a custom-like fit that keeps the sock in place no matter what you're doing. Give your feet the relief they deserve with features. You'll get, you'll even get $10 off your first pair of features when you go to features.com slash JTrain. Plus, Features is so confident that you'll love their socks that if you don't love them, they'll take them back. That's F-E-E-T-U-R-E-S dot com slash J-Train. Features dot com slash J-Train for $10, $10, $10 off your first pair of Features. J-Train Podcast at gmail.com. J-Train Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Jamie Lee, the wedding coach. Go, go, go right now. You need to get involved with the wedding coach. This we've got a dude email. We we get so many. You came on this show so early on the process that I mean, we have totally changed over. So a guy email is kind of like you know a different thing for us. You ready? Yeah, I'm totally ready. Father, son, and the Holy Ghosted. I love that title. Great title. Papa JT, TD Freed, Dearest Climax Czar. Uh, (laughs) One of my earlier nicknames. Um, Pulling out my 10-foot feather, listener since the TFM days. Love all the content you've been putting out. Keep it up now for my problem. I'm a 23-year-old guy living in the Midwest. In January of this year, I matched with a 20-year-old on Tinder 886. Okay, so we used to have a rating system here on the podcast. We still have it. Face, body, personality. Oh, okay. He's saying it's an 886. Damn. Okay, we started okay. talking. <laughs> what a description. I would take it. <laughs> like, I think if, like, I, okay. I, if someone was like 886, I'd be like, oh, man, like my personality is only a six. That sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd be, I, I would be like, wow, I've really been counting on the wrong things. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> Um, we started talking and shortly after started going on dates. Dates transitioned to hanging at my place, her place, her parents' house since she's still in college, since everything was mostly still shut down due to COVID. About eight dates in, we hook up nice and things went well. Fast forward about a week, we've been talking every day. She's telling me how much her parents and her sister like me and everything seems normal. My grandma ends up getting sick and passes away. Oh, I'm sorry. So I had to cancel our, uh, I had to cancel on plans we had which she was understanding about. A huge bouquet of flowers shows up from her and her family to the funeral, which I thanked her for. Wow, that's class all the way. Yeah. In my head thinking, shit, this is going to get kind of serious only a couple weeks in. (laughs) That's his thought. (laughs) Oh, that I mean, that should tell you everything about a guy. Like... That is so funny. (laughs) Flowers at my grandma's funeral. Oh, no. She sent flowers. Now she's going to want something. I'm in so deep. Oh, it's so funny. (laughs) Well, after the funeral, I pretty much never heard from her again. A few texts here and there, but I could sense she wasn't really interested in hanging out. In a last-ditch effort, I sent the following. Hey, things obviously feel a lot different than they did a week or two ago. Not really sure what caused it, but I enjoyed what we had going. If you're not feeling it anymore, no worries. I don't want to make a big deal about it. Like I said, no worries and no hard feelings. If things from your perspective changed, let me know. Mm. What do you think of that text from the guy who feels a vibe change? I thought it was really nice. Right? Yeah. Am I? Like wait, read it. Re- yeah, right? I'll read I mean, it again. I, yeah, read, read it, it again. again. Read it again. Hey, things obviously feel a lot different than they did a week or two ago. Not really sure what caused it, but I enjoyed what we had going. If you're not feeling it anymore, no worries. I don't want to make a big deal about it. Like I said, no worries and no hard feelings. If things from your perspective change, let me know. 
Oh, so he's letting her back in. If things change, let me. I I love it. I'm I'm yeah, a fan. Yeah, I think it's so nice. It's so uh, nice. In in a way, it's almost like discounting your own feelings a little bit. But it sounds like he's not that broken up about it either. So I think it's okay. But I yeah, I got such a nice text, and it totally leaves. It's just very no pressure and very respectful. It's also empathetic to the idea that someone is ghosting you or getting weird for their own reasons and it's not personal to you. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah, he I I like that. I also yeah, it wasn't so it wasn't like super self-deprecating or anything, which I appreciate. Like he still maintains his dignity while acknowledging that there's ghosting going on. Totally love the text. It's it is a. Big difference from, oh, she sent flowers yeah. to my grandma's yeah. funeral. Yeah, this guy keeps surprising us. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Surprises never at got, every turn. <laughs> never got a response, and now two months later, I'm still thinking about this girl. I don't think there's mm-hmm. a play here, but if there is, you're the guy with the answers. In my opinion, I think an ex popped up and killed my momentum, as, as I don't know, uh, don't think a, a new guy would be able to knock me off my game that quickly. <laughs> what I mean... It's a fair take, and, okay. and it sounds like this guy has been listening to this podcast for a long time because that would be my take. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Um, <laughs> Jamie Lee, what me. are you? <laughs> Is this, did I write it this? Couldn't, from- it actually couldn't be me. Um, <laughs> but uh, I think, I don't know. I don't know what you can do. I, I, I think that the X coming into the picture is actually a really <clears throat> astute yeah. assumption. Um but yeah, like she knows where to find you. I I would just leave it alone. That's my that's my feeling. I, I don't know. Yeah. What do you think, I, Jared? I I totally agree with you. Like you made your play. Like yeah, you did. The door's unlocked. You know where. You know the keys under the mat. You've kind of did that in your text because again, we're both complimenting you on your text. You end it with if things change from your perspective, let me know. That is as open door policy as you could make it. I can understand. And this is why ghosting sucks so much is you don't really get an explanation I and know. you kind of invent it in your own head. Like he's sitting there and he's inventing probably the most healthy perspective, which is an ex came back. And this is that's all I can think of. Also, I think he's also imagining that things were better than they maybe even were. Um, I'm not, I mean, it sounds like you guys had fun, but I don't know. You didn't sound like elated. Like I met the love of my life. You were just kind of like, yeah, we're having a good time. She's an eight, eight, six. Like, so I I don't know that. I don't know that you really want her back so badly. It might just be like sort of residual feelings of rejection, which makes total sense. Um, no human being wouldn't have that, but if, yeah, I think it's, I think, you know, ask yourself, like if this, really was so worth pursuing or if it's just kind of like, that sucks that I didn't hear from her. That feels like shit. Yeah. And I, I think loneliness brings you to the Rolodex of people that it does. We're in your past. That's right. That's right. The first one on the, on the, on the dial is always the one that like, ah, if it just could have, you know, like the one that doesn't have the explanation, that's the first one you look at. Right. Because it's actually a question mark. You really don't know what happens. Yeah. So you're like, maybe it could have worked out. It's like, but it didn't work out. Like, she's ignoring you. Yeah. (laughs) JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Here with Jamie Lee. Go, go, go. Go follow. Go get involved. The Wedding Coach at Really Jamie Lee. The Wedding Coach is out on Netflix right now. Okay. You want to do... This one's called Women in Their 20s Dating Men in Their 30s Age Gap. 
Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Jared, feather, feather. I have a question for you that I feel like I haven't heard addressed before, so I wanted to write in, post a post a few bong hits. Shout out Bay Area. Okay. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> oh yeah. I re- I recently acquired a boyfriend who's thirty two. I'm twenty three. I've dated mm-hmm. a few other men near their thirties, uh, in in uh, in their near thirties as well. But I've noticed that my more mature friends are frequently in long term relationships when then five to ten years older than them. My best friend has been dating her boyfriend who is 30 for a year. She's 22. And one of my closest friends lives with her boyfriend who is 28 and she's 22 as well. But the interesting thing is that most of my friends who are in more age gap relationships seem to be more realistic that this isn't the long-term marriage match most likely. But the friends who are in relationships with men the same age as them, 23 to 26, they get sucked into those fantasies about being together forever. More, I uh, more I think, saying I love you really quickly, planning about marriage and kids. I wonder what you think the pitfalls and benefits of the age gap relationship between older men and younger women, almost an American classic in pop culture. Also, I think something that's of note is both me and my new boyfriend have experienced in recent years life-threatening illnesses wow him cancer me chronic inner ear and brain disorder i'm so sorry oh my god which i feel like is a connection that sort of transcends age Mm. i would uh, totally agree with that i would agree with that does everyone think uh does everyone think their connection transcends age lol well i mean i think your awareness comes from that you know that type of trauma but that's something that sort of feels like uh has helped me grow up enough to be with someone who's nine years older than me something that connects us uh because of the self-growth we've both done out of that anyways i want to know more about your thoughts on the age gap and relationships jamie lee what do you think um i mean i don't you know it's so tough to make a blanket choice about this because i have dated guys who are older than me and they were so immature and then i've mm-hmm. dated guys who were closer to my age and they were fairly mature um so it really is like person to person i think um I, i'm gonna this might be a hot take i don't think there is that big of a difference between dating a guy who's like 26 and a guy who's 32. I still think 32 is really young for guys. Yeah. I don't think, I mean, at least the guys I know and granted I'm, you know, whatever a coastal elite or whatever. And so people are getting married later and later and later um, in like New York and LA. But uh, for the most part, I do think most 32 year olds that I've met um, are still not really looking to have children right away necessarily. So yeah, I feel like 40 is where shit starts to get really real. But maybe that's I, just my experience. No, I'm with you. I think the thing that we ignore is kind of the hard subject to talk about, and that's money. Um, that's a really know, like, good point. You know, like a guy, guys are just, you know, a very much, and I think women are too, but I think like a lot of guys, their whole, their whole, um, their whole being, their whole self-worth is built off of career and financial stuff. And, you know, I, I think a lot of the self-worth that women go through is like, am I in the relationship? Am I going towards having children? And neither of these are fair, but they're just what is. Yeah, no, I, I think that's that's true. Yeah. And so I think like the age doesn't matter as much as the the path they're on. Whereas far as like, are they going to be? I do think something she said is very interesting that her, she, her and her friends are 22 and 23 and they're dating these older men and they're kind of like, I'm having fun with this. This won't be marriage for me. So I think the, I, and, and I think like the older men are probably put at ease that they can, 
have kind of like kind of play house and have boyfriend girlfriend like relationships because they're tired of being at bars they're tired of standing in a bar with the music too loud so they want to date someone who doesn't want to do those things these girls they're out of college they want to grow up and they're like i want to be with someone who doesn't want to be in a loud bar and wants to hang out and do boyfriend things you know how many times women write in that they're like, I'm looking for something casual. And then they explain the type of casual they want. And that's what I consider a, a, like a serious relationship. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so I think an older man offers a younger woman the version of casual that's actually more serious than the 25-year-old man would ever see. Wow, that is so interesting. Yeah, I wonder also if they, uh, on some kind of level, have a bit of a daddy complex when they're dating someone a lot younger, like they kind of slip into that, like, I'll take care of you role. And maybe that's why that's happening is like, it's just a little bit of like, it makes them feel really masculine. And as a result, they feel like, I don't know, like, yeah, like they could like scoop you up and take care of you little 23 year old. Also, well, that goes both ways. Like, I think like, you know, 23 year old wants to be taken care of and feel safe and not in that part of life where it's like, what job do I have? Is this the right career yeah. for me? Like, you know, but I would also say to, to your point, 32 year old guy isn't like told he's a loser for being in a studio apartment. Like a 32 year old guy can have a roommate and 22 year old woman goes, wow, you like have a roommate, you know, like it's like, <laughs> <laughs> so you're not like really judged as harshly. Like 32 right. year old woman comes in and goes, she's like, what the fuck is this? What? How are you fucking yeah. living? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What is this and disgusting place? Exactly. Like, why yeah. is there a poster of you on your own wall? And 32 year old guy thinks it's funny. Yeah. He's and- like, oh, there's a really good story behind that. And we're like, <laughs> yeah, <right>. okay. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's like never you know, fuck me. Thirty, yeah, thirty-three year old man has a that's what she says poster. That's what she said poster, and like twenty-three year old goes, oh my god, that's hilarious. Thirty-one year old goes, oh, this guy's never gonna get married, never yeah. gonna like, be serious. So yeah, it it it's interesting that like when you take those things out, those two kind of become a a natural match because. He's not being judged. She feels like I'm with an adult as opposed to a 25-year-old guy who won't text back and won't, you know, do a, a date and wants to, like, text you late night you up. You know, like, it all makes sense to me. Yeah. But the, the idea that, like, the 25-year-olds that are together are moving quicker, that makes sense to me, too, because they're both, like, you know, they're both on the track. They're both looking at each other going... We're expecting the same things out yep. of this. Yeah. And also, like, you guys really can be partners in the milestones together. Like, you know, you can be partners totally. in, like, trying to get your careers on track and, you know, supporting each other when you get a promotion. Like, there's there's kind of, like, you're really building a life with someone who's your exact same age. And you're kind of building the same life. So it does make sense um, that they might kind of talk about the future together oh, more seriously. To- yeah. Totally. And, and, that was a, and also you're going to like weddings together. You're coming to my yes. weddings. You're meeting my friends. I'm meeting your friends. It's it's right. all very much like, oh, okay. Now we're building this little community where you're socializing. This is why people wear pants is because everyone wears pants. That's why yep. you know we're all 25. They're getting married. You see it with like groups of friends. One person gets engaged, then the dominoes fall. Did you when you went to these weddings? 
are wedding entrances for wedding parties still in, or have we gotten over that horrible thing? That I, is that was that a yeah. millennial? Um, I'm a narcissist thing that I went think on. It, I do think it still happens, but at the weddings that I went to, it didn't happen, and it was oh, I, I was goodness. happy about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The wedding entrances, there was nothing worse to me. Hey, you guys just do something funny together, and I'd be like, "What? I, I don't no. need this." Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. Because you have to do it with if you're in the if you're a groomsman and a bridesmaid, you have to do it together. Yeah, One time terrible. they told us before the wedding to bring props, and I was like, I know this relationship <gasps> will not work out. Like, I, I knew it. You're like, just I from am that. not coming to your wedding. Yeah. Oh, my <laughs> God. That is so, that's heinous. I hate that. Oh, J Train Podcast at Juma.com. J Train Podcast at Juma.com here with Jamie Lee, the wedding coach. Go, 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 go. Let's do one more. You ready? Great. Okay. I sent you one. It's called, it, it okay. has screenshots. This will be our last email. Okay. I'm going to it. Okay. I love this email because it comes from like a different type of person than we usually answer emails from. Mm. This is a great perspective. I love it. You ready? Okay, I'm ready. It's called It's Not You. It's not me. It's you. (laughs) Okay. Jared, feather, feather. Love the pod, man. You're really killing it. Been a listener since the pandemic started and your logical way of cutting through the BS has really helped me navigate my first year of dating after being in a relationship 18 years. Wow. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. Welcome to the show, people. I'm divorced with three kids living in the burbs, so there are some obvious dating, quote unquote, challenges. But I've generally enjoyed being single again, met some cool people along the way. Love it. I'm ultimately looking to get into a long-term relationship, but not until I've met someone I'm crazy about. If I'm not into someone after a couple of dates, I'm pretty good at being straightforward and honest and telling them in a way, telling them they aren't the match for me. Quote unquote, he writes in parentheses. Thanks. Thanks. (laughs) Um, And while that can sometimes be difficult to hear, it's better than ghosting or dragging it out and acting weird. Love it. I recently met someone on Hinge who lives around the corner from me in my small, smallish town on the outskirts of a big Canadian city. We have a lot of mutual friends, so we were both cautious at first considering exes and kids are also in town. But we hit it off right away. We went out on a couple of dates and things were great. Had a couple of sleepovers. We also had terrific physical chemistry. After about two weeks, I started to recognize that I wasn't as into her as I had (gasps) hoped. And it was going to be a long and it wasn't going to be a long term situation for me. So not wanting to creep any closer to a relationship, I decided to end it. Have a look at the text exchange attached. Mm. Okay. Okay. So he they they have some sleepovers great physically they seem to be getting along oh he god realizes it's not a long-term thing for him so then she, i guess this is her response it's heartbreaking to him saying, this isn't the match you ready yeah should we read should want me to read her and i'll yeah you you be her i'll be him okay did i do something wrong you've been really quiet the last couple of days these new restrictions have me in a bad way tonight so maybe i'm just being super sensitive or maybe not just feeling sad in general today Ugh. Okay. No, you haven't done anything wrong. I've been with the kids and busy with work. We're moving really fast and I didn't expect it, but that's got me thinking a lot. I think you're really great, but Mm -hmm. I don't Mm -hmm. feel like this is the match for me. Sorry if this seems sudden, but I don't think it's right to keep seeing each other if I'm not 100% feeling it. Whoa. Okay. Um, She says, are you serious? So correct me if I'm wrong, but weren't you planning as many dates as I was and wanting to see me? Weren't you into me and happy on Tuesday when we hung out? 
um, sorry, where is the Tuesday when we hung out, you're going to have to explain more than what you just said, because that doesn't make sense to me at all. And you did this over text out of the blue. Really, Mike? Oy. Hey, I, re- I think you're looking at this as if I was pretending to be into you. Oh, my That's God. just not the case. And I don't think it's fair at all. I'm just not feeling as strong of a connection now. I'm being as straightforward and direct as I know how. What changed since Tuesday then? Because you seemed pretty connected then. I guess you're not going to respond. Obviously, from my perspective, this makes no sense whatsoever. And I believe I deserve a better explanation. But I will say that what upsets me the most is that I believed you were such a good guy. And good guys don't do this by text message. Uh, Blank. Mm. I'm with my kids. I'm sorry I'm not able to respond right away. I'm not going to go back and forth with you on this. And clearly, I can't control what you think of me. I know who I am and throwing insults at me definitely does, isn't going to make this any easier for you. I'm sorry you feel blindsided. This is tough. So he writes, my question is, how could I have handled this better? Does it need to be done? Uh, does it need to be a phone call? We've only been seeing each other for two weeks and never spoken on the phone. We're both with our young kids, so a call was not an option anyway. I suppose I could have kept up some light texting with her for four more days until we could see each other in person. Mm. Based on her replies, I'm glad I made the call, so no regrets there. But still don't want to end up in a confrontations like this going forward. Thanks for your hard work. Behind the mic, you're truly the Sultan. Uh, so what do we think, Jamie Lee? Well, How would he have done? What's a better... Yeah. What do you well, think? First of all, I just want to say when, when you say like based on her response, I think her response is normal. I know it seems like totally. irritating because she's like, wait, I need more of an explanation. But like you just rejected her. Like no one's going to be like, cool. Thanks for the heads up. When you guys were sure. like having sex for two weeks, like you can bond pretty quickly with people in two weeks. I, I think we need to stop like minimizing the time and start focusing on like how much you connect and hang out in that short amount of time. Um, Because I think it's very easy to be like, it was just two weeks. I feel like we hear that a lot. And it's like, yeah, but people aren't crazy. Like two weeks can feel like a lot. Um, so I mean, he the- even said he even says that in his email. Like they, yeah. they started getting to know each other like the two week. They're both kind of doing the same thing and, and they both have a right to, I guess. But I, I agree with you. Like. Let's not, you know, let's not say like, good thing we didn't end up together. Look how she reacted. Her reaction. Yeah. Her, her reaction is normal. Like very normal. Totally. Um, Yeah. And then I think as far, I, I, you know, um, maybe you should have called her. I guess that might've been a little less jarring just to receive a text message. That's negative. I've, I've had those come in and it is so jarring. Like no matter what you're doing, you're like face drops and the blood drains out of you. And you're just like, Oh, fuck like and then whatever you're doing you have to like pretend that everything's fine even though everyone can tell you're upset like it's just a tricky it's a tricky thing um i don't think you're a bad guy for sending a text and i probably would have done the same thing honestly but i do think a phone call is is better and i don't think you should have waited four days to say it in person i don't think that's necessary but i do think a phone call is nice yeah i i guess listen you're never gonna be right you're never going to no, be right. No, you broke up with like, her, so you're the you, villain. Like, and, and literally okay. nothing you say is going to make it better. And that's okay. I, I, I was, you know, I've been told in the past, like, that's kind of like her right is to kind of throw the 
uh, emotional insults the tantrum. at you. Like, because, yeah. yeah, because you broke up with her. You got the chance to come to this conclusion. Yeah. You got the lead time. You got to think about it. She's now kind of having this like sprung on her. So I think that's like she gets that opportunity to do that, to, to come back at you uh, with what she wrote. And she's going to lean on the text to say, this is to show you you're not such a great person. Yes. Like, you know, just because you told me that we're broken up doesn't mean just because you didn't ghost doesn't mean you're this 100 percent like hero here. And that's kind of what she's that's saying. True. That's true. And also, it sounds like there was a little ghosting up top. She said, you've been quiet. Like, you know, she knew something was up. And I think that it's it sucks when what you think is going on is confirmed. I think that's like a shitty feeling. Um, So, yeah, but I I honestly do just based on your texts. I actually think your texts are good. I mean, I think you're pretty. I think they're good. I don't know. the, The texts are good. I think you can like say like I think like. If she wants a bigger explanation, you do have to think of like, what are the things like, I don't think like there's no explanation you can give because it's just not the match. Like there's not going to, you're not going to teach her how to be a better person because she's a good person. Like there's no, there's no better. It's just, this wasn't feeling it for you. Even though you had a good time, you there was something off. I think going and sitting with her and, and taking, you know, that conversation, it might be okay. It might help. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think that would be like if you went and had that conversation with her, the things that she would say back to you might change. They, she might say, I can't believe you do this after we hung out on Tuesday. You know what I mean? Like there's always totally. going to be something. So I think you have to like be open to, hey, if you want to talk about this more, I can talk to you about it. But you can't. I think the one thing that um I, I I like to say like throwing insults at me definitely isn't going to make this any easier for you. Like I, you can't speak in her terms. It's not up to no. you to say that to her. I think you have to speak in your own. I, I feel sorry that this didn't work out because I do enjoy your company, but this wasn't a long-term match for me. And I don't stay with people if I don't see a long-term, you know, long-term yeah. match, especially considering all the people that I know in common with you and in, in, in that, those types of things. Like, I think there's a way to like do this without, lashing out and trying to teach because you can't teach her there's nothing to teach like and i i but i as far as like leading into it like you know maybe going to her house and and saying hey i'd like to like talk this out with you maybe that's something where you go that uh, you know it becomes easier because it isn't over text and that in when you say like oh well we've never spoken over the phone before that doesn't matter. That's a lot of people. I, I think there's people that like are in serious relationships that have never spoken over the phone. They've yes. just done everything over text. That happens. Definitely. Totally. But, but again, I think this is just, this kind of goes to show you that like it's hard on everyone, but you have to expect that it's not going to be just like goodbye. Oh, see you later. Like just there's no perfect text. That's right. Yeah. And again, like, you know, you have to, I think when you are ending it with someone, you have to sort of in your mind, be okay with the fact that like, there is a level of rejection that's happening for them. And they might say things that don't feel great for you, but like you are in the position of power. So you have to just like, let people say their piece because you can't control their reaction. You can only control yourself. Absolutely. And then the respect comes in like, respecting the boundary afterwards like listen dude if you send like you know like if you send a text three weeks from now hey i've been thinking about you then 
you're really not, you know, you don't, you don't get to live on, you know, morality mountain anymore because now you're saying, oh, maybe I made a mistake, but you're yeah. putting this person through this whole emotional roller coaster of back and forth and back and forth. That's the thing. That's the part where it becomes unfair. And th- so this is like, again, this is, you know, breakups are diet and exercise. Like they stink. They're horrible. That is there's so no, true. There's, there's no text that you're going to send that's like, oh, good to know. Like there's always yeah. going to be something. Absolutely. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Jamie Lee, thank you so much. This is so fantastic. Oh, this was so fun. Thank you for having me. You're the best. Everyone needs to go follow at really Jamie Lee. Um, the wedding coach. It's going to be all over my, uh, my Instagram, but the wedding coach is on Netflix right now. Go binge the whole season. It's a fun watch. Put your brain on the shelf. Watch it with a significant other. Great date night activity. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Monday and Thursday. We'll be back next week. Boom.